You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the first and greatest Transformers RPG podcast. Some of you might have noticed that someone was absent from the last session. We were missing our resident gumshoe, our resident flatfoot, even. And unfortunately, sometimes these things happen. Don't worry, Matt didn't leave the show. He's not a quitter. Or a ghost. Or a, a, or a quitting ghost. That's unconfirmed. That would be the worst, though. He also didn't ghost us. Ha ha! Double Unfortunately, Matt was just not feeling good on the last episode and uh, is continuing to, to not feel too well. So uh, we have to, to soldier on. But it's okay, because Magnum got himself shocked, and he, he can't participate anyway. So you know what? Perfect. There we go. Done. Wrapped up. I know that when when I have... Who, who added this plot thick, thickener into the soup here? <laughs> I know that when I run games, if there is just one person missing, I'll usually keep on going and keep on running, keep on running the game. Uh, how about the the rest of you when you're when you're running? What are your your opinions on? What do you think you you want to do with that, Adam? As soon as one person cannot play, I throw the books in the air and say, "Party game castle!" Woo! <laughs> uh, no, actually, I don't. Do that. Uh, usually, when it gets to uh, the fifty percent or more mark that people can't play, so in smaller groups of like four people, you know, when two of them can't play. I'll call the game canceled, but if only one of them can't play, I'll I'll continue on. Makes sense. How about you, Pat? You feel the same way? Kinda. I mean, obviously, it's it's very circumstantial. You know, some some characters or, or players are like kind of more, you know, not a, not the word important, but like you know, they're like there are people that kind of drive the game, and then there are people that are kind of like just there. And sometimes, like, mm. if someone's just like, a, "Oh, yeah, I'm here," and they're missing, it's like, okay. And then there's people that are like, okay, we can't really do this without them, <laughs> you know. That is that is true. And I think on one of the games, like a, like months or years ago, I know that we were going into a section that needed. I forget who it was. I think it was you, Mike. Like you were you were about to miss a session, like during the uh, the Vault of Stars like arc. Oh yeah, and it. Yeah, that would have been kind of kind of critical. Yeah, especially if you're <laughs> in like a, a particular plot based thing at that you know on that particular leg but yep. um and obviously there are other things to take into consideration like like how often is this happening you know like sometimes you have somebody that's like hey i'm kind of like a 50 50 here all the time and it's just like okay mm. well if they're not here then if they show up cool you know and if not we're gonna play without you and then there's people that are like mm-hmm. hey they're here every week and then they're not all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's different. Like you've, you've, you've earned that. We take you seriously thing. I, I gotcha. Go. How about you, Mike? You're a, are you kind of on board with that as well? Do you have a, a different philosophy with that? Yeah. Generally, if one person's out, um, it's nothing to cancel the game over, but if there's usually more than, more than one, 
is when you start to uh, either you don't play it or you reschedule it or whatnot. Um, like Pat said, sometimes there are exceptions to that. And then, like, for instance, um, another game that I'm running, the first game, uh, it's a Star Wars game, and the first game we were running it, um, two people couldn't make it, and oh. there's four people playing, so half the group couldn't make it. So instead of just canceling it, the other two still wanted to get together and play. So we get together, and I ran, like, a little prequel session, because I didn't want to run through the first session without everybody there. Right. So I came up with something quick. And we did a little prequel game, and they get to play, and they get to learn the, the new system and had fun. So, so instead of canceling altogether, you know, we just did a little, a little different thing, a little side thing. All right, all that right. That could only happen, you know, a few times where you're like entering a, a new chapter or starting a new game where you could start yeah. some people early. That can happen. That's cool, but the uh, there are some people that are so pivotal. Uh, for instance, the person who hosts, if they can't play, nobody True. really can. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the person who runs, but, uh, I mean, yep. uh, cause if no one else has anything ready to go on the fly, then there's really nothing to be done. Yeah. But thankfully your DM this week is prepared. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Are you? It's cute <laughs> that you think that. <laughs> so cute. I'm never prepared. <laughs> Not for us. So which planet are we going to today, guys? <laughs> Let's go somewhere Let's... new and only go there for half a session. Actually, I suggest that we wait until Mike tells us where we should go, just in case we accidentally pick the place he wants us to go. <laughs> You're an advanced dick right there. I like that. <laughs> Are you, are you stroking my ego? That's not what I'm stroking. <laughs> That's not my ego. <laughs> the light of the space bridge falls away as the four of you jump through and exit the space bridge on Cybertron to the the Iacon docks where you had left to go to, to Velocitron uh, just, uh, just a few hours ago, really, just earlier in the day. When you arrive at the, the space bridge plaza, you can see that there are still crowds milling about from the visit with uh, Optimus Prime and the, uh, the other Cybertronians from Earth. And yeah, like I said before, this this place has become kind of a, like an impromptu like meeting ground, and you can easily tell that like in a in a couple of months to a couple of years, this is going to be a really big like a business district. There's going to be a lots of of shops, and it's just going to develop so so much. Uh, and yeah, this is don't forget this is the space bridge that you guys brought back on the on the Steel Haven. So. Uh, a lot of this is is due to to you guys pushing that forward. So, excellent job on that. Is word of the fact that Navitas is like running has that reached Cybertron yet? Or like, are people being like, "Holy shit!" Like, look at here's a shot from uh, from orbit of <clears throat> this gigantic robot with puffy shoulders. <laughs> Not yet. And you think you beat the news here, which is. 
kind of unusual. You you guys are usually like getting getting there and like everything is breaking. It's like, yeah. huh. Everyone already knows about the shit that we fucked up on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not For this once, time. we're actually ahead of the curve. So, Carapace, you jump on through and show up on Cybertron. Wildstrike, Legionnaire, and maybe with a, a little bit of hesitancy, Sweet Spot steps out of the space bridge, fully not hiding, just right out in the light of day. What's this like for you, Sweet Spot? A little bit scary, you know, because uh, not everyone knows that uh, Sweet Spot's back in the scene. Though, uh, I assume, much like the news of Navitas, it's going to hit hard and pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Should probably go see Sauron. Sauron. So, what is his? What is his name? No, he's not the one with the one with the ring. Sauron. Sauron. There you go. Yes, my master. That would be awesome. It's my precious, my precious green spark. My ferocious. <laughs> the four of you are walking through the plaza, and you can kind of pick up on a bit of a commotion on the comm channels as you kind of walk by some of the the, the people who are in the plaza. Uh, you can see that, you know, some of them have their comm devices and some have, like, tablets out and are watching the, the news feeds. When you catch wind of the latest announcement from Circuit with ISS... This is Circuit with Ayakar News Network with your election updates. Tragic news this cycle as candidate depth charge was found murdered in his home. Ayakon Security Services are investigating and we take you live to Chief Ironhide. This is an active investigation and we ask anyone with information to step forward to help. Rest assured that we will find who did this and bring them to justice no matter where they're or who they're hiding behind. Strong words from Chief Ironhide. This brings the number of electoral candidates down to four. Still currently in the lead with 34% is Lord Starscream, but candidate Windblade is only two percentage points behind. The endorsement of several key leaders, chief of which is Optimus Prime, has given her campaign the boost needed to push her to the top. Given her rapid increase in polling, she is expected to overtake Lord Starscream and become the favorite to win. In sadder news, longtime resident of Cybertron, Wolfang of the Hunter's Forest was found murdered in Little Iacon. ISS currently has no leads for this senseless and horrific crime. Wolfang was well-loved throughout the city, from his work helping speeder addicts to activism in overcoming the prejudices against beastformers. He's touched the lives of countless bots, and the planet is poor with his loss. Memorial services are scheduled for Iacom Plaza in three days' time. Thousands, including this reporter, are expected to attend. <laughs> Did you want to add something there, Pat? 
I, I just like I knew nothing about those things. It was just like I just thought that was really funny. Like I'm like, oh, like he helped like orphan children, you know. <laughs> he put out burning mustaches. <laughs> well, I for one am glad that there's one less canine in the world. Sad that it had to be him, but still. The last screen on the broadcast is the uh, up the updated election results. Starscream is sitting at thirty four percent. Windblade at thirty two percent. Scourge is next up at eighteen percent, and Damascus uh, quickly behind at fourteen percent. Depth Charge and Sweet Spot are both at one percent apiece. I'm and- still on the port. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and Fast Track is at zero. Did they leave all the other dead guys up there too? <laughs> Death Charge is dead and he's on there. Oh, all right. The only one who's at zero is Fast Track because he dropped out. <laughs> this is a silly election. <laughs> Actually, let's not go to let's not go to Cybertron <laughs> to the silly place. <laughs> uh, when is the election, by the way? Like how soon? Oh, it's like 300, 300 years from now, clearly. <laughs> nope damn we better get moving <laughs> yeah five races from now yeah. <laughs> uh it's actually coming up in like two weeks so it is it's really nearby now what do you think fellas should i re <laughs> re-establish myself as a candidate <laughs> do you want to rule cybertron hero of velocitron ruler of cybertron <laughs> uh, i i believe my intent would be just to uh put style scream in his place so you're a single-issue candidate. As as amazing as that would be, it's like, thanks, I'm a, it's like, you know, don't vote for him, don't, just don't vote for that guy. Like, p- pull out a Brewster's Millions, you know? <laughs> fuck that guy, you know? Don't listen to me. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> really, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. But that man is a damn liar. Yeah. Your comm devices ping you. Uh, to indicate that there is a message for all of you. Even me? Uh, I'm sorry, not Sweet Spot. There you go. So, Wild Strike, Carapace, and actually, I'm sorry, it'd be just be Wild Strike and Carapace, because I don't think uh, it would have went to Legionnaire either. Uh, and you can see from the message, like the message header, that it was addressed to you two, Magnum, Pythagoras, and Denison. Okay. Well, I guess we'll check it. Uh, so, it's a recorded message from Ironhide. You'll get this when you guys get back to Cybertron. We've been keeping track of Waveform and Lamplighter, and they are, uh, they've just taken the space bridge to Earth. We have a few agents who followed them, but yeah, they're, uh, they're making their way to, to that planet. Uh, and I think the reason is that, uh, Windblade is making a trip to, to Earth as well to meet with Optimus Prime and some of the folks on Earth. He, they should have plenty of security there, but I just thought I'd keep you guys in the loop. So we should probably... So who do we want to let know that you're alive? I mean, Zaron, Ironhide... I mean, we have to go to Blair's bar just so you can quiver near each other for a long time, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do all that. All of that, huh? Yeah, all that. You know what? Um, I'll just uh, give Zaron a call. There's no need to make a personal visit, but we probably should visit uh, Ironhide in person. Okay. 
I just want to see the look on his face when he finds out I'm still alive. The dis- the disappoint the disappointment. That's what it is. <laughs> so we're gonna do a call for Zaron. Zaron. Let's see. I think I still have yeah. his com code here. It's an awful long com code. Things are more complicated here, so it's Cybertron, for God's sake. Uh, buzzes once or twice, and he will pick up. Who is this? Oh, come on now, Zaron. You know who it is. You recognize the com code? Yes, I recognize the com code. That bot is dead. Who is this, and how did you get this number? This bot is very much alive, and I am here to tell you that on the phone, on the comms. Uh, I do apologize for not uh, making a personal visit, but uh, uh, time is kind of running short here, and uh, I did want to keep you in the loop, so to speak. Put yourself on uh, screen. Let me see who I'm talking to. All right, hold on. I'm going to get a high angle so you can't see where I am. <laughs> The Instagram you know, filter? The, the space old, uh, Instagram filter? <laughs> yeah. The old uh, satellite filter. The, right. the, the spintogram filter. filter. <laughs> Spint- yes. The angles holding up. Woo. And you're going to flash like a peace sign too? Stick your tongue out? No, I'm not a damn fool. I just smile and say, it's me. Sweet spot. S- sweet spot? Ambassador yeah. Sweet Spot? How are... How are you alive? Well, that is a long story that I am assured to tell you in the future, uh, the very near future. But for right now, I just want to keep you in the loop and let you know that I am alive. I am back. Uh, I have a little bit of a new dog. So uh, when you do catch wind of me, uh, do not doubt that it is a rumor. It is the truth. I, I, I still have my doubts, but this is quite clearly you. Uh, you'll have to tell me this story sooner rather than later. Do you Absolutely. intend? Do you intend on on requalifying for the election? Uh, yes. And uh, if you could do your part to uh, make sure it's all on the up and up when I do uh, re-enter, uh, that would be much appreciated from your end. I I will look into what I can what I can do. I'm sure that there will be many people that will be doubters and and want to uh, cut the legs out from under my platform, so to speak, uh, when I do reannounce. Very well. I will look into what the the legal requirements are to to do this. It is. And may everyone see your backside at all times. And you as well, Ambassador. May your lanes always be clear. Ah. Goodbye. Velocitron stuff. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, may your prey always be death. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like that. It takes about five seconds, but the moment you cut the the comm line with him, Carapace, Wildstrike, and Legionnaire all get a call from (laughs) from Zauron. I may have uh, failed to mention that uh, you all know as well. So. Hey, what's up? Uh, Carapace, I, I just got a call from, from Ambassador Sweetspot. He says he's alive. No, it's an imposter. Don't listen to anything that he says. <laughs> I, will, I, I will hit Carapace right <laughs> in the back. Cut it out. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, no. You know, um, you know how political box will take you seriously. Yeah, I know. Like, see here. Like, here's me. Here's him. Here's where, we, here's where we are. Because All right, thanks for ruining that, too. 
<laughs> you know, I'm glad you're a soldier. You make an awful spy. Just awful. I can't tell my spy master that. Uh, oops, I wasn't supposed to say that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, he's actually he's uh, he's actually alive. So that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sense some hesitancy in your voice there, Carapace. It's all just an act. Trust me, I've been in that fella's head. He is glad to see me. He will actually lower his voice for, for a minute and, and kind of encrypt the uh, the signal. Uh, and he'll ask you, are you under duress? This is, he's not an imposter. He's not, this isn't anything. <laughs> That's off. <laughs> Him duress for me? I know, it's just like, I... <laughs> I'm almost, oh, I'm almost, I will laugh and like slap Carapace on the back. Oh, that's funny. Like that's <laughs> it's, it's my so outside. I'm like, what is he even implying? Like, oh, what? Like, no, <laughs> no of course not. <laughs> he truly has no idea. Yeah. Oh, oh all right then. Sweet spot is harmless. I just thought I should do my my due diligence, make certain that nothing nothing untoward was happening. I respect. Oh, sure. uh, I, I respect. Turn the camera over that way for a second. That's a, a wild strike, and he's here with us. He's also aware, just so you know. I respect a healthy dose of skepticism. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, Sweet Spot has already asked uh, for my help in in getting his campaign back on track. But if uh, if either of you need any, if I can do something to help, please let me know. Um, but otherwise, good luck, and it, it's good to have Sweet Spot back. A little surprising, but I guess this is the world we live in. Ask me all round. Surprising. And he will, in here, he'll hang up. All right. So Zahn's taken care of. Let's go see Anne. <laughs> He's still over in this uh, this building up over here? Yep. He'd still be in the the diplomatic building. He'd have some offices up there. Uh, I guess uh, you fellas lead the way since you're a little more well-known than I am currently. Uh, Carapace and Wildstrike, you're uh, both just going to go with them? No issues? Or did you have anything else you wanted to do? I don't think I have anything right now. No. Like, so if, if Lamplighter and whatever the one are, are already off planet, then, like, that idea that we had about having Lord Scourge have a public thing, like, that's really out. True. I guess I would, you know, assuming we do that, anything after that, I would say, see if anything about the web people, the spider, fate weavers, if the fight, fate weavers have had anything, like, have done anything obvious, you know. You, know. you can put some feelers out and see if there's been any news on that front. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, you, uh, the four of you head on over to the diplomatic building. Uh, who wants to take the lead here? Mm-hmm. 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 Nope, not me. Why, why not Sweet Spot. Why would you not take the lead? Because uh, of my new form here, my new paint job and whatnot, I might not be recognized. As a, a VIP, that should be, be in the way. So by all means, uh, you folks take the lead until we uh, talk with uh, Arna. Okay. Head into the diplomatic wing here and give me a perception check, all of you. I am definitely a little bit more paranoid than my former self, so I'm uh, looking around. I only rolled a 5, so I have a 17. Wildstrike got a 32 and Nyko got a 15. Woo! Look at that. 18 is what he got. Carapace, Nyko, and Sweet Spot. Uh, all three of you notice that you do get the occasional stare because 
most of the people in the diplomatic wing are going to recognize Wildstrike and uh, Carapace, because you guys are a bit of a big deal right now. And you think the stairs that are coming are because there's this new bot with those two. And of course, Legionnaire is is well known in the, the diplomatic wing as well. Uh, but Wildstrike, you notice a couple of the bots over to the side, kind of like off to, like kind of off into the, the distance there. They are keeping an eye on this new bot and they're taking out and look, taking out data pads. It looks like they're making notes on it. Uh, and I will give you this as well. You recognize them as uh, effectively reporters, like reporters from like the uh, like the the reporter's pen for, for the diplomatic wing. Because of course there are going to be plenty of of, uh, of news bots kind of in the diplomatic building almost at all times, keeping an eye on, on what's going on in the world. No one that you recognize specifically, but you do recognize them as you've seen them before. So you do think that some, some people in the media have noticed that there's this new bot uh, here. Now you're not certain if they recognize them as sweet spot or not though. Right. But they've taken notice of a new bot at least. Yeah, they've taken the, the the new this this new bot in this this candy cane paint job. I'll uh, I'll point that out to Sweet Spot. Looks like you have some new fans. I will give a quick glance to see who it is, and then look away so that they don't get my face for too long. Do I recognize either? Two of them work for ISS, and the other ones work for competing agencies, and. Three of them are tabloid reporters. Of course. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. You know, from tabloids like Spark and Circuit. <laughs> T- Transformation Cog Weekly. <laughs> the new Iacon Post. <laughs> the Velocitron Dust. <laughs> and of course, the most famous one, the Cybertronian Inquirer. <laughs> And Wildstrike, you know that Nyko keeps a copy of the Cybertronian Inquirer under its bed. <laughs> he knows what's up. Anyway, uh, the four of you make it over to the elevators, get in, and Sweet Spot, you try to press the button to go up to the diplomatic wing, and try again. I will back away and let someone else try, realizing my credentials are probably no longer on file. Legionnaire steps up. Let a pro show you how it's done. <laughs> and it takes him up. It takes all of you up to the the, the diplomatic wing. The same see, wing. See, that, Adam. See, like that's how you do it. He pressed the button, and it wasn't a big deal. Like, <laughs> no, Legionnaire. That's why I really like you. You know the value of silence. I was just going to tell you to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Get up to the diplomatic floor and make your way over to Ironhide's office. Uh, you actually have to make your way past Zaron's office too, but yeah, that's fine. You ignore Zaron. You already called him. Yeah. I mean, does 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 uh, Legionnaire want to go check in with him? Yeah, he probably would. It makes sense. It is his boss after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably to just reassure Zaron that Sweet Spot is actually alive and he is real. <laughs> Knock on the door, and the it, uh, you knock on Ironhide's office, and the door slides open. He he sees Carapace. Hey, I H. What up? He 
let's use Wild Strike. Nods to you. Ironheart. Looks at this new bot. Hidey ho. I stretch my arms out wide for a hug. How you doing, who in, Who in Promise's name is this? If you close your eyes and concentrate real hard, I'm sure you'll find out exactly who I am. Oh, Primus, it's you, isn't it? <laughs> Wasn't quite the uh, welcome I was expecting, but I'll take it. Well, I thought you were dead. I take it you were faking. Uh, no, I, I nearly died. I really, truly nearly died, although... Um, anyway, long story short, it was a plot to assassinate me. I was made aware of shortly before it happened with not quite enough time to prepare for it. That's why I ended up going missing. But in my uh, false demise, uh, I was able to uncover quite a bit of evidence, which I am prepared to give unto you now uh, against Starscream. Of all bombs. Well, I was certainly not expecting you to, to bring some evidence back with you. I can, I can respect that. And he will step out from around his desk and reach his hand out to shake. Do you take it? Do I take his hand to shake? Yeah. Yeah, I will take his hand to shake. He grips, he grips your hand a little too tight. Just a little bit. But he, but he does shake your hand. Uh, that is... Uh, you've been working out. You got the uh, new actuators uh, put into your hands there? Because uh, that's a very, very strong grip. Much more so than I remember. Never mind that. So what's the, the next step here? What's the, the plan for, well, the four of you now? What you got by? Did you get my message about lamplighter and waveform? Yes. Not you, uh, sweet spy. You wouldn't know about that. I've been apprised uh, by my friends here, but uh, yes, they they got your message. So, what's the the next stop for the, the lot of you? Are you going to to head to Earth? I have some of my forces at the Cybertronian Embassy in Metro Titan on Earth. As far as I know, Windblade is is also there. She is trying to drum up some support, trying to make her case to the people of Earth. And it looks like it's working, too. I don't know if you saw the latest poll numbers, but she is on the rise. I've heard that is is this Earth? It's like a very it's like an organic planet. It's not like it's not like Cybertron, right? Yeah, you remember we way back when we first arrived, there were those um the organics there, the small ones that are being added to the whole delegation thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Council of Worlds. Uh, that's their home planet. Everyone oh, no, on I mean, Earth is I knew, like I them. knew that, but it, yeah, I knew that, but I mean, it, it was a, that didn't necessarily mean that their planet is like that. So, yeah, yeah the, the I whole think planet that, is I pretty think, much organic. So it's like, it's made out of meat then? Uh, no, other, other life forms. Uh, there's uh, rotting composites that make up the dirt. Uh, there's uh, solids of that that are the rock and the core and the crust. Uh, then there's the uh, the plant-based life forms, which uh, probably make up the majority of the life on the planet. And then all the animal uh, animal life forms uh, they tend to eat the uh, the plant ones, and 
in each other. So, uh, so you mean it's exactly like Yukars, the planet that I'm from? Is that what you're saying to me? Yes and no. <laughs> All their machines are not, uh, they're not intelligent. They don't transform. Not much, anyway. That's kind of like your cards. <laughs> if none of you have been to Earth, I do highly recommend a visit. I have a feeling you're going to be going there anyway, but the the humans on Earth are quite an exceptional species. It took them just a few short years to, to get rid to be worthy of the, the intergalactic community. Uh, a blink of an eye in our timelines. That's where our war where our war ended. It is yep. a place worth visit. It is a place of chaos and chaos in order and it's it's almost indescribable. The the people there are incredibly adaptable. And their sun sunrises don't kill you. Very true. They look very squishy. They are very squishy. Uh, one wrong step could spell the the end of one of them. Uh, don't uh, don't do that. Watch your watch your step. They're they're very ah, picky I about that. Stepped in some human. Oh, God. Especially the humans. They're they're more they're more lenient about animals if they die. But if you step on a human. There's there's going to be some political consequences for you. So just watch your step there, especially you, Carapus. You're a big bot. Humans are the two-legged ones, right? For the most part, yeah. Okay. Some of them some of them have to, to get around in these wheeled chairs, and others have these sticks they use to get around. But for the most part, yeah, two legs. All right. Good deal. Anyway. Just want to uh, drop off this, and I'll put down a rather shiny data slug that I've been housing all of the corruptible information on Starscream on his Another data slug, slug, huh? A data slug. A shiny, slimy one? <laughs> Just shiny. I'll take a look at this. Is how much sensitive information is on this? Can I... Is it just from my eyes only, or can I show it to others? Uh, I would probably just look at it yourself, and probably with the blinds drawn and everything. On a secure system, I understand. That's right. Now, that's everything I have. Don't lose it. Is this the only copy? Do you have a copy for yourself? No, that's the only copy. I'm giving it to you, putting it in your safekeeping. That's, <laughs> that's incredibly dangerous, Adam. <laughs> You're telling me I'm trying, one... <laughs> I'm trying to turn over a new leaf with you, Ironhide. I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt and show you that I'm willing to trust you as a security professional by doing this. All I'm hearing is you're giving a unique object to an NPC. <laughs> I'm also hearing that no one's we, made a sense of If we can't metagame, you can't metagame. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do, do I? I'm assuming no one's like no one has made a sense motive check to tell that he's actually lying. True. <laughs> I am completely lying, I, but I'm telling him it's the only copy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Actually, if you are lying, I want you to make a bluff check. Okay, <laughs> I can do that. 
Bluff Jack coming right up. Here you go, boss. Did that pop? Oh, yes, it did. Oh, look at that. I rolled a 20. So it's a 34. <laughs> Ironhide believes you completely. As well he should. Because I'm hard, hard wink, hard wink. In fact, he's probably going to make a copy because he thinks it's far too dangerous to have only one of these things around. That's what I thought he would do, honestly. So. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. I mean, if you were given, like, evidence, and it, it, it makes perfect sense to make a copy yes, of it. which is why PCs almost never do. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So what's the what's the, the plan here, gentlemen? General <clears throat> bots. Um... Jerks. Well, I think we should probably travel to Earth and make sure that Windblade is uh, going to be okay, because if her poles are rising, that only makes her more of a target for the Starscreen. And one way or another, he's going to get to her. Uh, and uh, the fellas that uh, you guys are after uh, have gone there as well. Starscream doesn't like the humans, correct? He doesn't. He tolerates them because they're the representatives of, the, the, of Earth, but he'd prefer so, they're not around. So if I were... Starscream. This is another opportunity. If you have the humans kill Windblade, then now you have not only removed someone who's on your, you know, on your shit list, but you're also framing an entire planet that you want kind of swept away anyway. Mm. So I think that as dangerous as Lamplighter and What's-His-Face are, if there's any real danger, it's probably going to be amongst these little Earthites. At any rate, we can't do anything from here. We gotta get there. That is true. Upon our return, we'll probably uh, re-enter me into the race, confront Starscream with all the evidence we have, so it'd be appreciated to have you on hand to uh, deliver swift justice. I can do that. Have you told anyone else that you're back? Um, only Zara. And there's one other bot that might be around. Uh, degenerate. Degenerate. Uh, dinner time uh, denizen whatever her name is she knows your companion there a denizen as lovely as she is she's not a companion of mine I only just met her today really I don't know you've gotten further with her than any of us have giggity have you even tried no she was rather easy <laughs> I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to make her go away not stay forever <laughs> And uh, where is where is Denison anyway? She said, "Don't know, don't care." And I'm not sure what this means, <laughs> but I quote, "I'm going to get pissed. Don't follow me." Whatever that means. I don't understand one thing about that, but all right. Well, I'll keep an eye open, an eye out for her. if she shows up. I'll I'll assume that she's in the loop. Mm -hmm. So, so Zaron and her. I got you. Is there anything that you feel that we should know about? Any, any, well, I guess you already know who killed uh, Wolfay. But any other word, uh, word of the Fate Weavers coming to Cybertron? Or worse, Earth? I haven't heard anything from the, the Fate Weavers. It's been... It, it's been a bit of a challenge keeping uh, a Wolfang's uh, attacker a secret because if the word gets out that the Fate Weavers were are targeting Cybertronians, it's going to put a 
Uh, it's going to put some political problems on to the Council of Worlds. As if they don't already have enough. Exactly right. Oh, speaking of worlds and problems, just to let you know, news is probably going to be breaking pretty fast. Um, Navitas uh, on Velostron has uh, renewed his life, has transformed, shed his extra layers uh, of uh, Delta City, and uh, is now outrunning the uh, the dawn, so to speak. Uh, the space bridge Quite has literally been running. Yeah, it, it's been relocated on his person. Uh, there might not be as much room as there once was in Delta City, so I would probably restrict travel to Velocitron through that particular space bridge for a while until things are settled and organized uh, at Delta City. Let me guess. You and your companions had something to do with that. We were first-hand witnesses to the marvel that we uh, actually provided as alloy. He uh, he kind of just puts his, his, his hand like on his face, kind of like pinching where the bridge of his nose would be. It's never, uh, it's never a dull moment with you four, is it? And be thankful. Break it down for me. Sim- simplest terms. What does this mean for Cybertron? Uh, well, the their capacity to take people in via Delta City might be diminished. So to help them out, maybe restrict. So you're expecting a number of refugees coming in from Velocitron. There will probably be a great number of refugees coming from Delta City, at least. Uh, for those that want to still stay on uh, Cybertron, I'm sure there can be transport arranged to other cities. But uh, Delta City has had its capacity severely uh, cut back. Very well. I will talk with Zaron and see if we can uh, get some more housing to put together for them. I do them. appreciate your effort in all this, Ironhide. Uh, despite my dislike for you in the past, I do have great respect for you now. <laughs> I'll roll another he just bluff check. He's got to at you for a moment. <laughs> All right, here it comes. Uh, not as high. I rolled a 14, so that's a 28. He still believes you. All right. And with that, uh, the... The four of you can start heading out. He doesn't really have any more information for you, so. Okay. You guys, want to make your way to uh, out of the out of the building? Um, are there? Uh, yeah, I guess. Are there any specific cultures, like cultural things, that we should know about before going to Earth to kind of help us blend in? Oh. The primary, the primary form that most Cybertronians take on Earth are vehicle alt modes. Uh, animal alt modes like uh, your form there, Carapace, are are not very common. At least ones of your size. So a tank would make them feel more comfortable. Not from what I remember of my time there. You might. You might want to scan a, a new alt mode once you uh, once you get there. That's, That's an option. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wild Strike, you're you'll fit in mostly well. It's, as long as you don't, <laughs> as as long as you don't try to to land in a city. Sweet spot, you'll be okay there as well. You'll probably get some stairs because your color scheme is kind of unusual. 
Legionnaire will probably blend in the most. So was he a pickup truck or something? Yeah, I don't think we defined it too much, but he's he's a truck though. Wasn't he like a security truck, like a like a bank truck kind of? Something like that, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. It's like he's an armored car, like he has a sight. <clears throat> and bot follow me takes care of him, and if they get taken down, he can at least pop him in his back and get away. <clears throat> yep, that's funny. I know it hasn't come up or anything because it just really there's been no like real plot reason to do it. Uh, but in the rules, you can change the aesthetic appearance of your alt modes uh, at no cost. So if you go to a, a new place, you can effectively scan something for for local for it. It doesn't change the overall nature of your alt mode. So, for example, if you were a car, you'd still be a car, except you're an earth car. If you're an animal, you could be a more earth-based animal. Uh, the the only exception, I think, in your case, Carapace, is since you are large, it would be, you know, it would effectively be like a, a giant earth, but whatever the equivalent of a giant earth beetle would be. <laughs> so, and, and <laughs> no, be a, no, no, none of my versions are subtle here. So, right, Wild Strike, you could uh, alter it so you you look like a you know like a plane or a jet fighter or something like that if you wanted to. But why would you want to hide that sleek, sexy form? Yeah, I'm not changing. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like it too bad. On the way out, Ironhide will get your attention, Wildstrike. Okay. And kind of in a hushed voice, uh, once everyone else is out of earshot, he'll ask you, Wildstrike, what do you make of this, uh, this new sweet spot? Is he on the up and up? I'm not sure how much you know about combiners, but... I've combined with him, so his thoughts were in my head, and I've asked him direct questions, and he's answered them truthfully to me. Um, As far as what happened, he's claimed to have evidence which I haven't seen, and that he's passed on to you, and if that's significant enough to help, then that's good enough for me. Hmm. All right. Keep an eye on him for me, if you don't mind. Just oh, I to, will. Just to be sure that he, everything is still... That he is who he says he is. I've come yes. across things like uh, like mind control before, and and I've, I've been in a combiner as well. I, I do know that you can't hide thoughts very easily, but if he is... If he honestly... If he's like a sleeper agent or something, and he honestly believes he, he is who he says he is, that would get through that, and it would fool all of you as well. Definitely something to watch out for that. Thank you. And I'll take a look at this evidence and uh, see see what he's given us. I had previously mentioned that I wanted to give um, Sweet Spot the evidence that I had from Starscream, the notes and everything. Sure. So, could I have done that before this? Uh, I assume oh, that yeah. you had. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted it, to make it sure would have that been added it was to, you know, my stockpile. Perfect. Cool. All right. Thank you, Anne Hart. Good to see you again. Hey, you as well. Good luck on Earth. Four of you uh, head out. You'll meet up with uh, Legionnaire in the hall on the way out. Zarin is standing in the doorway and he's kind of talking with uh, with Sweet Spot. Just Kind of getting, getting to know him again. Getting to and know yeah. you. 
I'm uh, I'm currently letting him know about the whole uh, Navitas thing. <laughs> and then she said, "This is the perfect time to freak out." Oh, it's hysterical! I wish you could have been there. You can hear him like laughing, like along uh, along with uh, with you. Oh, this that is that is great news. It is great news to to hear that Navitas is is with us again. Uh, I was so disheartened when I was told that his mental state was was a uh, well less was, was subpar. Uh, but that means we're going to have to prepare for a stream of new refugees coming in. So I will have to get uh, some try try to get some housing prepared and. Ooh, this is it. Uh, it's an exciting time. We we might have enough uh, people to to expand uh, the city yep. even more. Definitely reach, reach out this to, is uh, news. to Moon Crater though. Uh, she could help you coordinate from her end. Moon Racer. Moon Crater. Huh? <laughs> so now I'm actually starting to get curious because like you're usually pretty good with names. Yeah, sorry, I got a little got a little Magnum in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm channeling that box. Okay. <laughs> it's awfully suspicious. Uh, let's see here. Carapace, while you are in the diplomatic wing here, uh, you get a uh, a message from... Actually, we'll say it is from some of the uh, some of the rats that helped you out uh, with, uh, with Lord Scourge uh, a couple... Actually, a bunch of episodes back. Yep. They were acting as his eyes and ears, and I imagine you maybe you kept a couple of calm frequencies and uh, reached out to them to to find some information. Okay. And they get back to you with a message, uh, and they get some news on the Fate Weavers for you. Okay. Uh, one of the the leaders of the the Fate Weavers, a bot named Air Arachnid, has made the journey to Earth with uh, her entourage. Uh, not only that, but a name shows up that you haven't heard in quite a while. The name of Leatherback. And the moment you hear this name, you remember him. Every time that you have run into trouble on your bounty, like when, you're, when you were actually an active bounty hunter, Every time you've run into trouble on your bounties, and every time you've messed up a mission, it almost always was due to Leatherback. This guy is one of those, like, what is another Yukarin? He is a, a effectively a, your rival bounty hunter, and he has been he has been a thorn in your side for quite a while, and you know. You know that he is just a bully. Think, think of like a you know, like think of like like schoolyard bully. He's kind of like that. Right. Always putting everyone down, talking down to everyone. Doesn't matter how good you are, he's still going to minimize your accomplishments. And he just seems to kind of have it out for you, like in particular. Has he ever worked with the Fate Weavers before? No, and. And the news about him is actually separate from the Fate Weavers, but there is some rumor that he has also come to Cybertron and he has left uh, through the space bridge. Uh, and rumors shows that a, he is heading to Earth for some reason. It's just a rumor, but 
so far all of the all of the the warren of rats over here has actually been pretty good about getting accurate information party on earth too many so this, too many coincidences yeah there's a lot of stuff happening right here and it's it's unexpected what do i know about him is he Yukarin? do i know what his alt form are yep he's a Yukarin. as far as you know he only has one alt mode uh, but he is actually in technically in the same tribe as you, the uh, the Scalewalker tribe. Uh, and you know that his uh, his last form that you saw was a a enormous crocodile. I was just gonna say, based on the name, I should be. That's what I assumed, honestly. So leatherback. I was just gonna <laughs> say, I'm like, I need a new suitcase, man. <laughs> a new bag. <laughs> Therapist needs a new set of shoes. Dude, if you skin him, you can turn him into a trench coat from Magnum. Oh, wow. What do you mean, if? <laughs> okay. Well, that's obnoxious, but two things I hate most of the verse. People who are intolerant of other cultures and the fate weavers. And the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Austin Powers joke? Yeah, baby! Wow. Austin Powers 3, nice. I think. Indeed. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that was... I was not expecting that. Don't never expect that. On the way out, uh, Wildstrike, you'll actually get a, uh, a comp ping from Ironhide. I forgot to give you this. It's the, uh, the comp codes for our bots in the embassy. There's four of them there. Oh, okay. Great, thank you. I'll give those to everybody. Yeah, all right. So you might have some potential allies there in the in the embassy. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Time to go to the Space Bridge. The four of you make your way over to uh, the the docks and. Uh, over to the space bridge and get it set for Earth. Uh, Legionnaire uses his diplomatic clearance so you can cut in line. You get a bunch Yay. of get a bunch of stares and angry looks from people. It's like, who the, who the hell are they? Why did they get to go ahead of us? Do you know I've been waiting in this line for three hours now? Could, just come on, come on. Uh, let's see, sweet spot. One of them throws a Shanix at your Ooh. head. I'll try to catch it. Make it rain! Uh, reflex save. Hey, down in front! We've been waiting forever here. Uh, let's see, that would be a 15. 15. That's more than enough to, to catch a, a, flying, a yeah. flying object. You are now one chance. Right like, Thank you for your contribution! <laughs> I'll stick that in my uh, compartment. The space bridge roars to life, and the four of you... Zoop, 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 zoop. And off to Earth. Oh, that's no story has ever done, turned out well. <laughs> Famous last words, off to Earth. Back in Rebar's bar. Oh, boy. The place is still empty because you managed to clear it out and downed yet another glass of nightmare fuel and yet again failed to oh. save okay uh, it's 
stuff really packs a bunch air. You see the door slide open. A slick black bot steps in and saunters up to you. Have you come to sweep me off my feet, my sweet Megatron? I put my arms up, arms up to him. He nudges you with his foot. <laughs> Stop it, that tickles. The spot kneels down, gets close to you, and says, I think you and I have a common enemy. Do you and I? And we'll see you next All time. All my enemies are common. From the Secret Files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written in GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweetspot, representative of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior Wildstrike and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the beast soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off. <laughs>